that you could join me today. Please, let's open in prayer. First, I'm going to lift up Israel before your throne, Lord. She is your chosen people, the apple of your eye, Father God. Her enemies surround her, Father God, but you are the God that delivereth her. You are the God that hedges and protects her. Remember your covenant with her, O Lord. Remember your covenant with all of us, Father, in Jesus' name. Father God, those that are against her, only you can move on their hearts. Only you can change their minds. There's no greater gift than the gift of salvation. Father God, I ask you to give them the gift of repentance, the gift of salvation. That they would see Yeshua HaMashiach as their Messiah, the risen King, Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Creator of the Universe, King of the Universe. I praise your holy name as we get in your word, Lord. Help us hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you. Let us use your word to allow it to create a relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. I have a testimony of the many ways the Lord 
is a friend that sticks closer to us than a brother. Let's look at Proverbs 18.24 in the King James. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And let's look at Proverbs 18.24 in the NIV. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. It was a week of Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement, on September 24th. It was also the last Sunday of the month where my church observes communion. I have been having these nights where all I would dream about is arguing with my late husband and would wake up with a broken heart. As usual, I went to the Lord and said, I'm so tired of these dreams. Please make them stop. Well, like I've said before, Jesus Christ has done everything that he will do at the cross of Calvary and the tomb. There is nothing left for him to do. At the cross, he said, it is finished. What is finished? His sacrifice on the cross was the debt we could never repay. He paid the ransom to buy back the deed that the first Adam gave to Satan. Everything he went through was what he paid the ultimate price for. His stripes bought our peace and our healing. His bruises were for our iniquity, our sin, our transgression. The Apostle James says in chapter 4 verse 7, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. In other words, Yeshua put the ball back in each and every one of our hands. We decide if we keep our inheritance. How do we keep our inheritance? Our choice-making decisions towards sin. If you are looking for deliverance in Yeshua, read the contract. Go to Yeshua and ask him to reveal what is holding you back. Who is the strong man that is binding you up? The Lord Adonai is always faithful. The Holy Spirit is always faithful to testify of what he has seen and heard from the Father, the Son of God. Let's read about the Holy Spirit in John chapter 14, verse 25 through 26. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, but this cometh to pass, that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. And ye shall also bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. John chapter 16, verse 7-15 Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe not on me.
of righteousness because I go to my Father and ye see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. How be it, when he the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine, and shall show it unto you. All throughout my walk the Holy Spirit has been faithful and true to this promise from the Father and the Son, Yeshua HaMashiach. The Holy Spirit, Ruach, will convict us of sin. He will instruct us in righteousness. He will biblically lead and guide us in the paths of righteousness. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit will not take possession of us, even if we ask Him to. He wants us to choose what is right in his eyes so to possess us to take complete control over us would remove our free will our chance to choose him over anything and anyone else you see scripture says that the thief comes only to steal to kill and to destroy so only satan and his cohorts would try to take possession of lost souls he doesn't want us to make the right decisions. Look at the level of deception in the Garden of Eden. He possessed the serpent, lied to Adam and Eve, and in turn not only got them into sinning, but also got them to give up the very deed the Lord had given them. He stole, he killed, and destroyed the relationship that Adam and Eve had with the Lord. I did not know that I was going to end up talking about the Holy Spirit today. But I do believe that this is awesome, vitally important to our walk in these days. Have you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit yet? I promise you that you will definitely need it in order to be able to stand in the Lord and the power of His might in these days to come. To be able to discern truth. The world is so deceptive these days. And it is promised only to get worse. At the end of this message I will discuss and pray with you. To receive this wonderful free gift from the Lord. So let's go back to my testimony. I asked him to make the dream stop. Later that day he revealed to me the unforgiveness in my heart. That still lingered there in my heart. I was able to make it right with the Lord. I released the unforgiveness I still had towards my late husband. I asked the Lord to heal all the emotionally charged memories that I still had in my heart. I have not had any more dreams like that since that day. Praise the Lord Most High. But greater than that, He prepared me prepared me for what for Shabbat and communion service you see Shabbat or Sabbath 
opens with communion. On Shabbat, it was also Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. For Christians, it is a time of fasting and praying for Israel that she would recognize Yeshua HaMashiach as her Mashiach or Messiah. Also, to rejoice in the God of our salvation. Let's go to Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 through 24. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath aught against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First, be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 through 15. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. To me, this was so awesomely powerful. My Lord God and Savior protected me redeemed me once again drew me closer to him than ever before you see that's what forgiveness does it gives you opportunity to draw near to the lord it delivers you from being tormented first john chapter 4 verse 18 through 20 there is no fear in love but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment he that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he hath seen, how can he love God, whom he hath not seen? You see, forgiveness is a precious gift the Lord has given us. We have the free will to choose to forgive. I believe I got a triple dose of His redeeming grace. How powerful is this? Let's go back to the subject of the Holy Spirit. It is a free gift from the Lord. He promised this gift to His disciples as we read earlier. After Jesus rose from the dead, He paid quite a few visits to the disciples. He did a lot of explaining of the things that they could not understand before his death and resurrection. Let's look at a few passages. John chapter 20 verse 19 to 23. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. I find it interesting that it finishes with the subject of forgiveness. 
You see, unforgiveness will block you from receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 24, verse 36 through 53. And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted, and supposed that they had seen a spirit or a ghost. And he said unto them, Why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones, as ye see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they yet believed not for joy, and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and of a honeycomb. And he took it, and did eat before them. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you. That all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding, that they might understand the scriptures, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer, and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem, until you be endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as to Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass, while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. Just because he breathed on the disciples and told them to receive the Holy Spirit of God did not mean they were acting in conjunction with the Holy Spirit. You see, it is a gift. You can receive a gift, but never open it. A gift is to be opened and used. Faith requires action. So what were the disciples doing? They were continually praising the Lord. Let's see what happens next in Acts chapter 2 verse 1 through 6. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues as of fire. And it sat upon them, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language. How did the disciples open this free gift of God? Praise, 
and worship. They worshiped and praised the Lord in one accord, in unity, one mind, one heart. Are you ready to experience this wonderful gift of the Lord? I hope that you follow the example of the apostles. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for offering this wonderful gift to me. First of salvation, now the precious Holy Spirit. I accept your gift to the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I praise your holy name and want to know you more. The Holy Spirit promises to help me know you more. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now begin to praise and thank him for it. Open your mouth by faith. Let the words roll out. You will feel a bubble in your stomach. Don't be afraid. That is the rivers of water that Jesus talks about. Let it come out. It may not seem, make sense to you, the words that want to roll out. But say them anyways by faith. You have to have faith. Faith is action. You may just have one syllable to start. That's okay. As you praise, pray, pray that one syllable. He will cause that language to grow. Just remember to praise and thank the Lord for it. For those who don't speak in tongues right away, quit focusing on the gift. Focus on the giver of the gift. When you do that long enough, you will begin to speak in tongues. Remember, he loves you and wants you to make heaven your home more than you do. He loves you and so do I. He loves you and he wants you to have all of the gifts that he wants to give you. All we have to do is receive it and open it by faith. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, let me introduce you to him. It is really simple. First, you must acknowledge that he was born of a virgin, lived as God among us, was crucified, died, buried, and rose again on the third day, third day for the salvation of all man, mankind, that you are a sinner in need of a Savior according to the mirror of the law. Ask him for forgiveness for all of your sins. Call them out to him. Thank him for his forgiveness. Then forgive those who have sinned or transgressed against you. Then repent. Repent means to change your mind concerning sinful habits. Change your choice-making decisions. Let him influence your choice-making decisions as you get in his holy word. Ask him to be Lord over your life. I want to pray this prayer with you, but this is just an outline. The real work begins after I pray with you because it is a very personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and I ask for your forgiveness. I acknowledge that you were born of a virgin. You lived as God among us, was crucified, died, and buried. You rose again on the third day for the salvation of all mankind. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily 
by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In Yeshua's name, amen. If you have made the decision to give your life to Jesus Christ, let me be one of the first to welcome you to the body of Christ. All of heaven is greatly rejoicing over your decision today. Please let me know of your decision. I want to pray for and with you. If this message has brought up any questions or spoke to you in some way, or if you have any prayer requests, please let me know by commenting below, private messaging me, or you can email me at my number one little A is in apple, F is in frog, M is in Mary, P is in Paul at AOL.com. I would greatly love to hear from you. Remember, you are called for a purpose and you are loved. And I love you with the love of the Lord. But Yeshua HaMashiach will always love you more. Let's close in prayer. Father, I thank you for this wonderful time of fellowship. This awesome word you have given us to hide in our hearts. That we might not sin against you. I praise your holy name. I thank you that my friends who want to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Father God, you will help them. You will you will you are not one that would give them a stone when they ask for bread. You will give them what they ask for. Redemption and the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Help them forgive, Lord, those that they find it's hard to forgive. Because it also opens the door to the rest of your gifts. The baptism of the Holy Ghost, etc. For those who, who have just made you Lord over their lives. Father God, lead and guide them in your word. Bless their lives, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. to